Hello, and welcome back to the Nordic Food Tech Podcast. On this show, we spotlight the individuals and organizations who are creating a better future through food. And in these mini-sodes, I take you behind the scenes on how I work with my clients to foster more collaboration throughout the food system. My name is Annalisa Winther, and in addition to being the host of this show, I also work as a business matchmaker in the food system. I help startups attract the right investors by helping them to clarify the messaging in their pitch deck and hone their vision for the future as well as their values. I also work with investors. I partner with VCs and corporate venture capital arms to help clarify their investment thesis and make sure that they're attracting the right investment leads for their portfolio. Why is this important? At the end of the day, business is all about relationships and who you work with matters. No one is going to fix the food system alone, and we have to be able to collaborate with each other. Those relationships are built on our vision and values for the future, as well as our working styles and how much we're able to communicate what we want to do and create in this world. I call the work I do personal due diligence because it's all about figuring out if you are the right partners to work with someone else and what that relationship is going to look like over the long run. As you can hear, it's a lot of juicy topics that I get into with my clients. But today, I want to talk to you about pitching. Pitching is a necessary evil that we all have to do all the time, whether we like it or not. It's also an art form. It can feel like a sales pitch, or it can feel like something more relational where you're sense-making whether or not you're a good fit for each other. And today, I want to talk about how to successfully pitch a podcast maybe the Nordic Food Tech Podcast, or another show you love, if you'd like to see your organization be on that show. I am lucky that I get inbound leads to my inbox every single day from individuals and organizations who would like to come on the Nordic Food Tech Podcast to talk about their work. I wanted to shed some light on what goes through my head when I'm reading those emails, which are a pitch, in terms of then deciding whether or not I want to invite them onto the show. So I'm going to talk to you about what I look for in terms of a great candidate, and then I'm also going to give you some suggestions on how to write a really good email pitch so that it increases the likelihood of you actually getting invited to come and be a guest on that podcast. And that could be for my show or for another one that you're interested in. The first tip is not rocket science, but it is so, so, so important, and that is to make sure that you actually listen to an episode or two or three of the show that you want to be on before you pitch them. I cannot tell you how many emails I get where it is very obvious to me that the person has never listened to the Nordic Food Tech podcast and actually has no idea what the show is about. The best way to establish trust with me and to increase the likelihood that you're going to get on the show is if you mention an episode that you've liked and why you liked it, and if you're also able to mirror the language that I use when talking about the show. For instance, I talk about how we can create a better future through food. If you're writing me an email pitch, you should be talking about how your work creates a better future through food. Similarly, I ask every single guest that comes on the show what their vision for the future of food is and what we're missing to get there. I don't think I have ever received an email pitch where someone actually stated that in their request to come on the show, and that's kind of fundamental to what I craft the whole storyline around. So again, it's a hint to me that you haven't necessarily listened to the show before, and that doesn't necessarily make me want to invite you to come and be a guest. 
The same applies if you were to write a cold email pitch to a VC or another potential customer. You want to use the same language they use on their website to describe themselves because it creates rapport and it helps me to know that you actually understand what I'm about and what the goal of the show is overall. It increases the likelihood I want to work with you. The next thing is to look out for I language in your email. I get a lot of messages that start with, I want to learn more about the show. I want to be on the show. I think you should put us on the show. You can hear in that that it's very presumptuous and it's a lot about you. It's not about me. And if you are trying to pitch and sell to me, then your first goal should be to demonstrate what value you can you create for me. Why are you a great guest to be on the show? Why are you going to be a great story for listeners to hear? It's not about you and promoting yourself, even though that is your goal. It's about making me understand why is this something I should spend time on as a content creator, because it takes a lot of hours to produce an episode. So you need to create that argument from my point of view, not from your own. With that said, there's a lot of different formats of podcasts out there. In my case, I do a lot of background research to understand an organization, and then I craft a storyline with an arc of what is it we're going to talk about, what are the main points we want to share, why is that important for people to know, and how is it moving the food system forward. It's a lot of hours of background research and talking to people before I say yes to an organization. So if you can make my job easier by providing that information up front, sending me those background materials, sharing a storyline with me, that's super helpful. I would boil it down to listing out three bullet points on why is this story really important and especially why is it important for listeners? Why are they going to find it interesting? This also applies for other podcast formats that might be more conversational. Those hosts are also going to want to know why are you a great guest Why is their audience going to find you interesting? Can you provide a high-level overview? Just like if you were going to pitch a newspaper on what the story is that they should cover. You want to give them the big picture and then a couple points they can pick up on that are a great story. So that's a bit about how to write a successful cold email pitch if you want to be on the show. In my case, if you send me a cold email, I will send you back an application form to fill out where I have you answer these basic questions so I can collect more information on what you're doing, and then I can dive deeper into that from there. If you'd like to save some time or check out how I frame my vetting questions, you can find that form in the show notes or on my website, www.nordicfoodtech.io. The next thing I want to talk about is how I decide once someone submitted their application, if they're a good fit for the show. So the criteria that I look at in terms of judging potential candidates. And before you heard me mention that you need to pitch me. And when you pitch me, you're ultimately pitching my audience, which are the listeners who download my show. That is what success looks like for me. It's how many people actually listen and how long they listen to an episode. So when I'm trying to decide if a guest is good, a good fit for the show or not, I'm first thinking about whether or not my audience would find it relevant. That brings up the question then of who is my audience. My listeners come from 80 countries around the world, and they span all different age groups. The commonality they have is that they're interested in sustainability, technology, and food. So I look at stories that intersect in those three places. I also look for global stories. So I know the show is called the Nordic Food Tech Podcast 
but I don't just feature guests from the Nordics, and if I do, they have a global focus in what they're doing. This is because my audience comes from all these different places around the world, and I want to make sure that the solutions they're listening to, the role models they're listening to of how we can create a better future through food is potentially scalable to where they live or can be relevant to them. So it can't be too narrow in its focus. This makes it interesting when we talk about startups. I typically do not have early stage startups on the show because I'm looking for solutions that are established in the market, have scaled to multiple countries, and that we can really look to as beacons of the future. If I do have a startup on the show, typically they have been in the market for five to seven years, they have product market fit, they probably raised multiple rounds of funding, or they have something really interesting that I've never covered before, and I can see a certain human angle that's important for us to talk about. So I know that's a little bit vague, but there are a lot of startups out there. So in order to filter down what should we talk about and make sure that that episode is evergreen, I have to know that this is something that's really working in the market. With that said, if you are an early stage startup listening to this and now you're feeling all deflated because I said it's going to take a while for you to get on the show, there is a loophole for you to come on earlier and sooner, and that is to advertise with me and with the Nordic Food Tech Podcast. So right before every episode, I have one advertisement placement, and I love giving that spot to startups where we can help to move your business forward by reaching out and leveraging all the listeners we have in this community. So typically, we do something around what your product is, what is the service that you have to offer, and then we'll also make an ask from the community. It might be that you're fundraising. It might be that you're launching a new product. Maybe you're doing a crowdfunding campaign. Maybe you have something else going on or you're looking for a distributor. You need some kind of help. All of that is a really nice thing that really makes sense in terms of who we're speaking to in this audience. And there's a lot of people here who would be interested in buying what you're doing. So that can be a very good way to get on the show sooner rather than later. And the very good news about it is that the ad placements are evergreen, meaning I only do one per episode and I don't change it out over time. That also means that the cost of that ad placement continues to go down over time because with every new download, it just got a little bit cheaper. So it's a very, very, very good deal. So those are all my best tips for you if you would like to come onto the Nordic Food Tech Podcast or if you'd like to pitch another show that you love. No hard feelings there. Like I said, if you would like to apply to be on this show, you can find the application to do that in the show notes of this episode. Or you can check out my website, www.nordicfoodtech.io. And if you're interested in advertising with the show, feel free to send me an email at nordicfoodtechpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll send you more information about what that looks like. 